0: Listening to the How Do We Get Here podcast. I'm Morris in Ann Arbor, Michigan, with just Morris. Um, Just a heads up: this is the second time that I am now recording this podcast because the first time I messed up and plugged in my microphone and basically did not use the microphone, and it sounded like I was in an echo chamber. Anyways, back to the podcast. Um, So no Chad this week. Uh, He is MIA. Uh, hopefully everything is cool with him thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers um, Actually, no, he's probably fine. Just probably busy with uh, work or something Anyways, because this is the second time that I am now recording this I am going to probably forget things that I said the first time around but because it is kind of weird to be talking to myself um, with no one to respond to my super funny jokes, I am going to just go through my list of things that I wanted to talk about. So yeah, I start uh, work at my new job next Monday, so about four days away. Um, So ends the stay-at-home-dead era of, um, I think, almost two years, a little bit more than two years. Um, So I wanted to get this last one in before that happened, and living my best life possible before that which involves me doing basically the same things I have, I've always done but like tenfold so in the last like four days I've watched like four movies um, maybe even more, none of, some that I can't think of right now, but in case you need some movie recommendations uh, the first two uh, are heist movies first one's called Logan Lucky which is a really fun movie with a bunch of people like the guy from Magic Mike and Katie Holmes and that's a heist movie but really low stakes where they're trying to rob like some kind of NASCAR race Um, it's kind of fun and funny the other heist movie is a movie called American Animals with a bunch of stupid college kids trying to steal books from um, their college library that is the opposite of Logan Lucky because this one's a little bit more dark and it is based on an actual story. And not even the movie itself is not based on a story, it is the actual story because it includes um, the actual idiots that tried to do this and failed miserably. But also, a very tense movie. I would recommend that one. I would recommend both of them. Um, the other two movies that I can remember right now, I would not recommend, which is Doctor Strange, which is an okay movie, but not the strongest Marvel Comic Universe movie. Um, Maybe I did a little bit too much comic book movie overload over the last couple of weeks. And then the last movie is a a Netflix movie called To All the Boys I've Loved. That one I had to stop um, about halfway, or a little bit longer than that, halfway through it. Um, Hit a little bit too close to home because this is probably all the crap that I'm going to have to deal with when Ava grows up and goes to high school so yeah i don't uh unless you're like a teenage girl uh, i wouldn't recommend that movie uh lots of lots of social media drama um what else have i been doing went to a baseball game by myself not the first time that i've done that the first time i actually did do that was at in boston at fenway that was um uh, when was that probably over 10 years ago now and that wasn't by choice either um Originally, the the tickets that I had, I, uh, the tickets I had, were for a night game, but it got rained out, so they moved it to an afternoon game, which sucked, but um, a lot harder to find someone to go to, an afternoon game, on a Wednesday. So that one I just went to solo. Um, this one I purposely went to solo, and it turned out to be great because I paid thirteen dollars for sixty dollar seats, which were seven rows behind the dugout, which was awesome. Um, I used SeatGeek, which I heard about a billion times on podcasts but never got around to using, so that worked out really well. And I, heard, I would highly recommend that, considering every single podcast I listen to has uh, promos for SeatGeek, so I used the code BS, which stands for Bill Simmons, um, and that got me $20 off my order, so that's how I scored thirteen a $13 ticket for, that was originally $60. Um the tickets probably cost less than basically everything else that I did there. Uh, food was cheaper parking could have been cheaper I guess. Um, spent twenty dollars to pay for parking in advance when I didn't have to but kind of played it safe. Um, could have parked on the street dollar an hour which is awesome and apparently in abundance because nobody parks in Detroit in the middle of the day on a Wednesday um, that was a dollar an hour with a total of... A four-hour limit, which is amazing, so that could have saved me a few bucks. Considering a baseball game, oh, yeah, the baseball game lasted less than three and a half hours. Considering I only watched three innings and they just kind of walked around the the park. So yeah, I would also highly recommend, in addition to, um, in addition to those movies and SeatGeek Geek, I would recommend Comerica Park. Super cheap. Who cares about the White Sox or the Tigers Um, yeah only thing I would suggest in advance is take your pocket knives off your keychain if you have one like me Uh, the first time I went through security they found they saw it because usually I can just go through and hold the keys in my hand and they don't notice and I kinda just walk right through this time they noticed it and told gave me two options they said either you can go back to your car and put it back or you can leave it with them and you lose it forever. So I took them back and basically um, walked about 10 feet to another security person and did a better job of hiding my pocket knife that's on my keychain and walked right through. So lucky for them that I am a not ill intentioned pocket knife carrier. Um, probably shouldn't even be advertising those kinds of tactics of getting through security, but I'm pretty sure all six of you, seven of you, probably don't have ill intentions either. Um, so yeah, that's my baseball, my solo baseball game experience. Um, lastly, uh, I just found a podcast, super short, four episodes, called Burger Find. If you have Some minutes to spare, super short uh, podcast, ten minutes each, four episodes long, called Burger Find, and it's about a uh, it's about the Burger Fi chain that was in Ann Arbor that mysteriously closed, and a bunch of University of Minnesota University of Michigan kids basically started a podcast to try to find out why this location closed and i guess it closed very abruptly and mysteriously um and the play, the the podcast is hosted by like kind of stupid college stupid college kids that are trying to sound very npr and um, serial podcast like and you can tell they're pretty young cuz they don't know how a franchise works and they don't know the difference between a franchisor and franchisee but um basically the podcast Kind of culminates in them calling the owner of the chain and, and getting hung up on um i think through the course of kind of the four podcasts they basically suss out that the owner was like some russian dude that had money to open up a franchise but he only did it to get a green card and once he got the green card he didn't care about the actual store itself and then kind of just closed it so anyways uh kind of silly but interesting, so kind of hats off to those kids for producing something silly and, and somewhat interesting about something kind of stupid. But yeah, the podcast is called Burger Find, Burger Find, which is about Burger Fi. Um, There's only four episodes, 10 minutes each. I think the longest episode is like 12 minutes. But if you're interested in Ann Arbor mysteries, that's something and yeah, that's, uh, I think that's about all the stuff that was on my list. I probably talked a little bit more on the original podcast, but now I'm just kind of working off of memory. Hopefully that caught everything. Um, anyways, this is where I'm going to end the podcast. But before I go, and this is something I left out at the beginning, after the credits or the outro, stick around for something that me and Chad have talked about in the past episodes. Anyways, thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at How'dWeGetAirPC. Rate and subscribe on iTunes. Alright, the moment that no one has waited for. Um, So this is something that I recorded in 2010 with the help of Evan on guitar. Um... Basically, it is potential not really potential. That's a little bit melodramatic, but um, Maybe what's going through my head as I begin to think about going back to work No, nope, that's a little bit too much too. Anyways, I sing The needle and the damage done, which is a Neil Young song um, I'm just gonna read what Wikipedia says about the song and you can decide for yourself whether It is relevant to me leaving the stay-at-home dad life." Um, The Needle and the Damage Done is the ninth track off of Neil Young's fourth album Harvest. The song attempts to convey the addiction and pain caused by heroin and is based on Young's personal experiences on the road. Young was especially affected by the addiction of Crazy Horse band member and collaborator Danny Witten, who would eventually die of an overdose. On the handwritten liner notes included in his decade compilation, the singer-songwriter had this to say about the song. I am not a preacher, but drugs killed a lot of great men." So yeah, probably not relevant, but this is probably a good time for me to drop some bonus content on everyone's earholes. holes. Um, by the way, last 40 seconds of the song is probably the best part because it's just Evan's guitar playing and I forgot to stop singing during the bridge and I just sang right through it. So there's that extra bit of guitar at the end of the the song that is way better than my ridiculous singing. Anyways, enjoy.
1: Love you baby Junk is like a setting sun.